This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time to step up to the plate with Jim, Steve, Fish, and former two-time Gold Glover World Series champion, Benji Molina. A swing and a miss, and that's the winner! That's the winner! A World Series winner for the Cardinals! Right, Jordan! Smith courts one into right down the line. It may go. Go crazy, folks. Go crazy. I pop off. The Clover's there. The Cardinals won the pennant. The Cardinals won the pennant. The Cardinals won the pennant. Breeze hits it in the air to center. We will see you tomorrow night. Swing and a miss. The Cardinals are world champions for 2006. In the air to left, well hit. Back is Craig. What a team. What a ride. The Cardinals are world champs in 2011. Hello, Cardinal fans. Welcome to the Thursday edition of Two Birds on a Bat, your St. Louis Cardinals fan podcast. Coming to you, as always, from the Patio Studios, the original party place for St. Louis Cardinal fans everywhere. Pre or post game, Patio's is where it's at. Make sure you get in there and have yourself a nice cold beverage. Enjoy the atmosphere. The food's tremendous. And of course, it is a great place to meet, whether it's before or after the game. Special thanks, as always, to Randy Green with InnovativeCompanies.com for making the show possible. Residential, commercial, industrial, Randy Green's the name you know and trust. InnovativeCompanies.com, home of the construction team. Heating and cooling team, the electric team, and tremendous green family, his wonderful daughter Stephanie, and of course Randy. Uh, tremendous people that care about you and will be doing everything they can to uh, to assist you with your project. Uh, 35 years experience, second generation craftsman, as I always say, uh, a man of his word. If he shakes your hand and looks you in the eye, you can count on it getting done the right way. And for uh, and, and really, at the end of the day, a partner. And that's what you really need when you have projects like that. That's Randy Green with InnovativeCompanies.com. Well, uh, I'm excited to bring in my partner today as uh, we had a lot of fun with the show yesterday. It was spirited because I'm, I'm pretty darn passionate about it, and I'm looking forward to getting the takes from a guy that played in the league on this because I, I have a feeling I know what he's going to say, and I purposely didn't ask him off air today because I want his honest, unfiltered opinion. So let's welcome in everybody's favorite Spanish broadcaster, former big league catcher, World Series champion, gold glove winning all-around tremendous human being, Benji Molina. What's going on? Hey, how you like that intro? That's pretty good, isn't it? Wow, well, that was pretty good, man. I didn't need that one, man. You know? <laughs> well, man. I've been watching you work out, man. I'm wondering if you're like you're making a comeback. I mean, you every time I turn on Facebook or or Twitter or Instagram, man, you're getting after it. Are you trying to get down to playing weight? Let me let me tell you what, man. I cannot move. <laughs> I mean, I and and that's them taking it easy on me you know what i mean because i told them i said hey listen i haven't worked out in forever so i used to play ball my knees are a little sore you know so i gotta go easy and she goes oh no we know what to do with these uh with these people like this so and then they've been taking it easy imagine if they were if i were doing what they really were doing in both i don't think i could even talk (laughs) <laughs> I, I'm being honest with you. It was really, really, it is a really hard workout. But at the end of the day, when you get out, you get so satisfied out of it. You know, you're like, shoot, man. And, and remember, I do nine miles every day on my bike, too. So I do that in the morning and then I go in the afternoon and do a, a workout. You know what I mean? Well, you're inspiring me, man. You're making me want to get after it. And, uh... Well, you don't have to do what I do. But there's other ways to do it. You know what I'm saying? Well, you got to do something. <laughs> yeah, and and, and it, I always encourage people to do one hour a day, whatever you want, even if it's a bike, even if it's a workout. And you know what, Jimbo? That goes pretty fast. I thought I thought I was gonna be struggling. I thought I was gonna be breathing hard. It's hard work, and it, and it went fast. Seriously, it went fast, and now I'm used to, uh, I thought I was going three days a week, but I've been going every day, man. So you might see a, a very different, 
Benji Molina next year when when I get back there. Hey, I'm ready. I mean, I'm ready. Let's go. Yeah, Let's man. get you back in the dugout. I'm ready to go. You've inspired me. I gotta. I gotta go. I got. I got stuff to do. I gotta get. I gotta get working out. I'm like you, man. I gotta get in playing shape. Um, you gotta separate one hour of the day. Yeah, you're right. I mean, and it. It. You know, it seems. You know what? I think it's like anything else. I think it seems hard until you kind of get going, and then you realize, man, this is the best thing for me. I really need to get doing this. So seriously, seriously, that's the way I feel. I'm not even lying to you. I. I thought it was going to be really, really difficult, which it was. But then all of a sudden, I'm like used to it, and I, I want it. You know, I want to go back to it. I want to every day. I want to be there sweating and doing my thing. You know, so you you'll get used. I mean, you don't have to do this. You just you you can just work out. You, know? you got to do something. How about that? Something, anything better than get off the couch. <laughs> I got to do that. Um, <laughs> well, I can tell you. Um, well, the reason I thought maybe you were making a comeback, like I, I was putting two and two together for all of our listeners out there. I was looking at this thing and I thought, you know what's going on here? Benji is now realizing that they've got guys out in center field with cameras and they're banging on trash cans when off speed pitches are coming. Because I promise you, if Benji Molina knew every time he was getting an off speed pitch, your batting average probably would have been 20, 30 points higher, wouldn't it? Oh heck yeah, Jimbo! I I just laugh, man. I I don't know what else. Who 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 was the one who got that out this time? Who who got it? Who who was the first one that that got it out? Well, Mike Fears is the one that brought it up. But I will who say, Mike Fears is the one that made it public. He's the pitcher. I think he's in Oakland now, but he was with Houston, and then I think he went to Detroit, and I think I believe he's in Oakland now, but. You know, he he gave his reasons for why he's bringing it up. And, you know, my thing is this, and this is what I try to tell people. If you want to steal signs at second base or, you know, that that goes on every day. That's why there are mound visits. That's why they change their signs. That's why they, they flip them up. They do all this kind of stuff. But having a guy in center field relay down whenever you're going to throw an off-speed pitch and having a guy bang on a trash can, like, listen, it doesn't guarantee that you're going to get a hit, but I promise you, if you tell any major league pit player, if you help them with their timing, it's like I said yesterday, go to any batting cage in the area, like go watch my kid hit. They, they were doing it yesterday. They were working on hitting off speed pitches. Well, he looks pretty damn good in the cage hitting an off speed pitch when he knows it's coming in the games. Another thing yeah. when you don't know it's coming. So the bottom yeah. line is by telling them, does it guarantee they're going to get hits? No. But the problem is, it sure helps. I can promise you that. I got one problem. Uh, my problem is, why saying that you have somebody in center field giving away? You know how far that is. You well, know how, how how difficult that's gonna be. First of all, with with the sign. I mean, not the sign, but like like they said of Cleveland. Cleveland was given a light. Every time the off-speed pitch was coming and no light when the fastball was coming. Was that what Cle- was Cleveland the light? Yeah, but I don't I don't believe one bit of that, man. I really don't. I am sorry. You can give away signs from second base, maybe location, because now signs are getting a lot hotter. If you look to the left, you might get a fastball. If you look to the right, if you step with the with the right foot first. It's going in if you go in the left foot fit. You know, I, I get all that. But but that's gamemanship, right? I mean, that like yeah, that's but, like but picking up tip pitches. But see, here's but the here's thing. The, uh, here's the two, the two side of the coin, right? If, if you know that the, the – I know they're talking about a different kind of yeah. sign because they're, they're saying from the, from the outside of the field, right? They're saying from way out there. They're not talking about the runner at second base. Right. Yeah. This is but, using technology, but, which makes it a lot yeah. more realistic to do it. Yeah. But no, nah, man, I don't believe it one bit. I, I really think that from second base, if you have a trouble and you're a pitcher and you're not smart enough to just use first sign, first sign, if you are first sign guy, you deserve to be taking uh, taking advantage of. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You deserve that because you you're not smart enough to go sign after three or sign after the fourth, sign after the change up, first sign after the two, first sign after the one, 
You see what I'm saying? And that's what they do when um, they do the mound visit, right? They talk about what sign they're going to use, right? Yeah, like yeah. like daddy, you know, sometimes they take the paper out and, and they look at it and they look at each other and they say a number. So they in the in that paper they have a number. Right. So Yadi would say or or Flaherty would say two, Yadi would look at a paper and whatever the two says, okay, third sign. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's being uh, smart. For sure. That, that that's being smart with it. But but if you're not smart enough to, to get away from the first sign or something simple, then you deserve to be taken advantage of. Go go learn other signs so nobody is them. And you feel comfortable on the mound. The worst thing, anybody, any team, the worst thing you can have on the mound, it's a pitcher that is afraid of their stealing sign. That's the worst feeling on earth for a pitcher. You don't want to. You don't want to have any pitcher uh, feeling that way. So guess what? Learn other signs. Talk to your catcher. Talk to your other pitcher. Hey man, what do you use? I mean, I I could give you. A bunch of options. I could give you a head behind even. One, two, three. If you're ahead in the count, it's first. If you're behind in the count, it's it's second. And if you're even, it's the third. So zero, zero, even, third. I mean, you can get so many options, but for but this is a different story. I get you. I I, yeah. I, I went away from it. See, this th- is this is a guy saying that somebody's out there making noise or well doing some. From what I gather, in the Houston thing, there's a camera out there, and then there's a TV in the dugout, so they're looking right at the catcher. And if it's an off, and with nobody on second base, if it's an off-speed pitch, they bang on a trash can. So when you're standing in the dugout, right as he's going into his warm-up, you know you can sit back on an off-speed pitch, and that's kind of what I was saying. If I told Benji Molina every time he was going to get an off speed, like when he was going to get one, would you get a hit every time? No, but you sure wouldn't strike out as much because you wouldn't be out in front of that off speed pitch. I promise you. Yes. But banging on in the dugout and then you hear it. It's like the whistle when somebody's on deck and they go, when the guy goes away from the hitter and you go, and he gives you a whistle. And then when he goes inside, he doesn't do anything. But when he goes away, uh, he goes, they give you a whistle. You know what I'm saying? From the on-deck circle. Right. Those things don't happen anymore, man. A lot of people are picking on it. They're banging on that, on the, uh, I don't believe it. I don't believe any of it. I really don't don't believe that. Those are great hitters. And and it's not easy, like you said. Go try to hit a curveball, even if you know it's coming. Try to hit it. And you'll see what's going on. You don't know where it's going to be. You don't know how fast it's going to be. you got to stay back, you know. Oh, man, I don't believe any of that crap, dude. And if you have a problem with it, make sure you're smart enough to change your sign, you know? Well, you know, I was from- I was wondering what your take on it would be simply because you played. So, see, my, my thing on it is this, then. So, like, you know, it's, it's okay, so there were rumblings Jimbo, about you it. Would, you would notice, Jimbo. You will notice if somebody's banging every time you call a breaking ball in a dugout. Or fastball. You, you well, will know. And that's what happened. They've got video of it happening. Like, I think it was Danny Farquaugh from the White Sox. He figured it out, and he called his catcher out. So my thing on it was, and this is what I thought was interesting, was um, he figured it out, called them out. They did something. They made a change in what they were doing. But instead of making it public, he didn't do anything about it, which, you know, my thing on it was, and I've said this 100 times over, if you want to know – if you want to know if lots of people are doing things, right? If you want to know if it's something that everybody's doing and you get that good old, like, look, this is just what we're doing, okay? This is what everybody's doing. Um, uh, then that's why guys don't complain. That's why guys don't complain. It's hard to believe, Jimbo, that somebody would do that from the dugout. Maybe that day they were doing it or something. Oh, no. They got video of them doing it all the time, the whole year. They got thousands. They got. I want to before before I say something about it. I want to see it. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I, I can give you the I can give you the guy that the, there's a guy that's put the whole thing together. I mean, it's they did it for the they did it all the whole time. They did it in the playoffs. They do it all the time. It's legit. I mean, it it's real. They did it, and you know, like I said, whether see, there's no like I can tell you this. I've I've looked into it enough. If I, I'm sure you haven't. I know you've been in the gym getting ready to get back to uh, on the field. 
<laughs> so, yeah. but I've looked into it. They did it. That's a, that's a I'm fact. That, that's a fact. They did it. Now, what I was curious about from you was if they did it or, or the, the fact that they did it, if it bothers you as a player, like as a catcher, I have a hard time believing Benjamin Molina, the catcher, if they would have been doing that, you wouldn't have been a little upset if your pitcher was out there getting hammered on off-speed pitches because guys were sitting oh, on them because no, no, they knew no. it was coming. No, don't get me wrong. I will be pissed. <laughs> no, 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 don't, don't. I'm, I'm trying to say the two sides of the coin, right? Right. I'm, that's what I'm trying to get. But I will be pissed if my pitcher's making nasty slider, you know, even swinging at it. Right. You know, all the time. I mean, like one time you got fooled, you didn't swing. I get it. But all the time, what the heck? You know, something's going on. And 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 don't get me wrong, I, I would be extremely pissed if I if I see the the Houston Astros doing that. I will call it out. I would say something because I don't want my pictures. I don't care if nobody else does anything. You know? Yeah. I, I don't care. I would do that because I want I want my picture to be okay. I don't want these guys trying to steal no freaking sign. I mean, remember, Jimbo, these guys are. These guys are Hall of Fame, uh, how do you call that? How do you say that? Uh, potential Hall of Fame. And if you give them that other advantage of knowing what the heck is coming, what the heck, dude? I mean, they become what? The Universe Hall of Fame? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. yes, I will be pissed. Yes, I will be mad. But... If nobody does something about it, they will keep doing it unless unless you call them out and you say, "Hey, listen, the first time I hear something banging on your on your dugout, something's going to go down." Yeah, Somebody's I'm going to go down and I and I'm I'm going to take care of it on the mound and we're going to take care of us men. Oh yeah, I've got a um I've got a link to the video of the guy that that broke it all down. I think you'll be shocked when you see this. And if it's true, like all the way through, dude, I, I would be really, really pissed because here I am trying to freaking make a, a beat the freaking Astro who've been in the World Series for how many years now? So here I am trying to beat them, and, and they have the advantage of freaking stealing signs. What the hell, man? Of course I would be mad. It's just that from second base, is another story. It's on the picture. I always said it, and I'm gonna keep saying it. From second base, you're, it's your fault. It's your fault because you're the one who needs to change your signs, right, to something that nobody gets. But if somebody's trying to do something from the dugout or the uh, or the uh, bullpen, like they said, and it's real, man, I'll be so mad, man. Well, the bottom line is, I'll be curious to see where this goes because I, I mean. You know, you, you everybody deserves their day in court, so to speak. But I can tell you right now, if you watch these videos, I mean, you you don't. I mean, they did it. I mean, this guy's got it broke down. He's got tons of at bats where guys are batting, and every time the guy throws an off speed pitch, there was a bang on a trash can before the guy threw it. So they're doing it. They did it. I mean, so I'll be curious to see how they get out of this but one. How but, real? But how real is the video? Oh no, it's real. You can go back and watch it. You can watch, uh, there's one, the no, sequence no, that's real we, disturbing. No, no, the sequence that's we, real disturbing is you see the, the one with Danny Farquhar. He, he stops. They bang on the trash can and he stops and calls his catcher. They're real. It happened. Oh, okay. And, and here's the thing. And this is what I was going to ask you about. This is what, this is the, th this is what I wanted to know from you. Okay. Okay. I, I've always been curious about this. So I don't like, there's no doubt they did it. Okay. Like they're like, you can't look at this and, and wonder, like, there's no doubt they did it. It'd be silly to like it, 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 to make it up. My question to you is when somebody's doing something like that, are players going to be mad at Mike fears for outing them or. Oh, hell no. The, the hitters on the, on the Houston, <laughs> they will be the only one Matt here will be the players in Houston. That was it. Nobody else would be mad. Everybody else would be like, damn, man, finally somebody said something, let's go. You know? So, but heck no. Okay. The, pitchers, the hitters in Houston will be mad. Okay, I so, because here's where I was going with this. The thing that I thought was interesting was, 
for years, like be, especially now with social media and, and video and everything being so good. Okay. So I, I want you to think about this and I, I want to compare the two. Um, and this is the last we'll talk about it and we'll get to some Cardinal stuff. Cause we got some great questions for you on the, on the text line. So I want you to think about this while I do our intro for years though, people have caught pitchers with little bit of stuff in their glove or under their bill or on their sleeve, like little pine tar or something. And, and it's sort of an unwritten rule that the hitters don't care because they want them to have control and that gives them control. Even though it's against the rules, even though it's against the rules, nobody ever says anything. Now we've always wondered, well, why don't they say anything? So I want to compare the two. So I want you to think about that while I remind people to check us out at twobirdsonabat.com. Please, please subscribe to the show there. Well, once you go to our website, you just click subscribe to the podcast. Takes 30 seconds. You're done. Uh, check us out. Uh, our two birds bloggers that do a great job there as well. We'd appreciate that. Go to social media at birds on a bat show on Twitter. Follow us there. Find us on Facebook. Type in two birds on a bat. Like our Facebook page. When you see the pin post, that's usually the show. We're going to ask you to like it, comment on it, and share it. We would greatly appreciate it. Every couple weeks, we'll pick out a random person that has shared the show, liked it, and comment on it, and send them a a, a special surprise from us. And um, we know you guys love that stuff, so keep doing that. We greatly appreciate it. Two Birds and a Bat Show on Instagram, and of course, as part of lineupmediagroup.fm, home of your radio, the streaming uh, platform for your mobile device. Uh, Download it for free today. To our partners, Adam Smokehouse, the best barbecue in St. Louis, folks. I'm promising you... Uh, you couldn't do any better than to head on over to Watson Road, order some barbecue, sit down, enjoy the atmosphere. Lo- open till 7 on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Box lunch orders for those big offices that uh, want to enjoy the barbecue as well. They can You can send those in early, and they can have that all ready to go for you. If you need some catering, Adam Smokehouse uh, will take care of you there as well. But also, I'm telling you, get down there. When you walk in the door and that smell hits you, you're going to know you're home. That's Adam Smokehouse. My good friend Mike and his staff do a tremendous job. We want you to give him an opportunity and tell him your friends at Two Birds on a Bat sent you. That's Adam Smokehouse, St. Louis. Here's your cue. DrKristenJacobs.com reminds you every day is Skin Cancer Awareness Day. Check out Ula La Spy Anti-Aging and Wellness Center and see if there's something she can do for you that you've been wanting to do for yourself. She does a great job, and I appreciate the fact that she's out here taking care of all of us. Remember, every day is Skin Cancer Awareness Day. That's DrKristenJacobs.com. GatorsBaseballAcademy.com. Their four-pillar system is second to none. It's the off-season, so it's time to get after it. Missouri and Illinois, if you want your uh, player to, to get busy in the off-season and find some training, that's the place you can do it. If you want to find out if uh, you have what it takes to be on a Gator team, check that out as well. That's GatorsBaseballAcademy.com. All right, back to my cohort at crime. So, my cohort in crime here. So, for years I've been told that the reason that the hitters don't care about the little bit of pine tar is because it gives the hitters control and they typically will use it a lot when it's cold. And every hitter says, I'd much rather them keep the ball in the zone than in my ear. So even though it's against the rules, nobody says anything. Is that really the reason why nobody says anything? Or is there kind of a good old boy network going on here where people are bending the rules all over the place and the unwritten rule is you just don't talk about it in the media? No, no, no. People, the hitters will tell you. I mean, they don't mind that because they control the ball. I mean, Bimbo, imagine 100 uh, miles an hour with no direction. I mean, you have to have some kind of control. They're already, they're already wild, buddy, as it is, right? A lot of, they, don't, they, they don't have control pictures anymore. Not many, I, I should say, all of them, because that's not fair, but... But they don't have many control pitchers anymore. They just throw hard right down the middle, make them hit it or make them miss it. So for them to have control of it with those things is very different from people knowing what's coming. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the hitters knowing what's coming is way different than than somebody using pine star. And the ball's not going to do anything better, believe me, with the pine star. So don't get it wrong. It's not going to be... Just because you use, uh, how do you say that? Just because you use Pine Star, you're going to have the slider of Jump Small. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not going to happen. Plus, if you use Pine Star and you throw a changeup, that changeup might be halfway to the mount, to the, to the home plate, but <laughs> because he gets stuck in your, in your hand, right? Right. So for him, I don't mind him having, uh, 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 pine star at all. The only problem is 
uh, obviously, if, if, if a benefit a pitcher, it will be no good. You know? Yeah. I, I've just always wondered if it was a, like I said, I mean, it's almost like, and, and this is the truth, it's almost like people have decided, like the players, and I've said this a hundred times over, people get upset about unwritten rules of baseball, they get upset about this stuff, and I've said a hundred times over, it's the player's game. Let them police it how they want to police it. I mean, I don't understand why we have to get so bent out of shape about the way players handle their game. So if you tell me as a player that it's not a big deal if they use a little bit of a substance, then then why isn't it legal? Well, I can tell you why it's not legal. It's not legal because what are you gonna are you gonna pick and choose what's legal and what's not legal? Then the league gets involved and then okay, well this is okay, but this isn't okay, and this has been proven that the ball moves and this one makes it so you can control it and this one so you can throw it harder. It, you're opening kind of a can of worms. So it almost feels like, and I, I think this is really what you're saying, just leave well enough alone. Nobody has a problem with it, so let's let it go. But then something like this happens and it's going on. And nobody says anything. And then finally some guy comes and speaks out and it's like, oh boy, I wonder if somebody's in big trouble for this or if somebody's going to, um, or if somebody's going to get in trouble. Like, you know, is, is my, are there people telling Mike fears that a man, come on, you know, better than that. Don't talk about the things we do behind the scenes. And, but you know, you know, and Hey, and so, so here's the last part of it really, Benji, this is where I was taking it. What do you say to the people that say to Mike Fears, well, you sure didn't have a problem with it when you were in 2017, but now that you don't play for the Astros anymore, you have a problem with it. See, that's kind of the problem, isn't it? It's the same thing as everybody that has uh, that has a problem with their catcher when they're pitching in whatever team, right? It doesn't matter what team. But if, And you have a problem, and then you leave, and you're like, oh, I couldn't throw my pitch because the catcher was the one <laughs> controlling the game. But you, can, you don't have the – remember we had that show? You don't have the cojones, you yep. don't have the ball to say it to his face. You wait until you're 3,000 miles away to say something about that. You know what I'm saying? Well, how, how do you think the, the, the few friends that he had in Houston feel about him now? For being a snitch, because that's what it is, right? A little, a little you said what was happening and you uncover them. It's not a snitch. I shouldn't say that. Well, that word is it's, uh, it's really, you know, hurtful. But he said it. So, but he had no trouble doing it when he was there. He was winning yeah. games. But going back to, to you know, the the pine star, Jimbo. The pine star uh, could also help the guy throw a better slide or or a curveball because he has that tightness, you know. So. That's why it should be illegal, and that's why it is illegal not to use pine tar. Do they use it? And the hitters uh, not mining it doesn't make it right. You know, the hitters just don't mine it because they want them to have control of it. So they don't mine it. It doesn't make it right. It's, it's still wrong. You're still cheating, right? Yeah. Is that what they want to call it? You're still cheating. Uh, they're giving away signs. Um, it's been part of the game for so long, like I said, from second base. You you have to be smarter enough to, to change your signs all the time like they're doing right now. Nobody's giving signs away at second base anymore. Nobody. Everybody tries to give away location. If a catcher's set up early, they might move to the side of the catcher. They might move to the other side of the catcher, you know? So... They might be given location, but the sign thing—that's that's all. Um, I don't think anybody's doing it because they're changing all the time. You see it. You see Brevia grabbing the little piece of paper and Yadi changing it, or or Weeders, and and they go out to the paper. You know what I mean? So that gives that gives away that one. The one in in the dugout that gives away, you know, that that's bullcrap, man. You shouldn't do that. That's that's for me. It's it's. It's not, you know, you're not sure. supposed to do that. Well, you know, we'll see how this plays out. I'm sure this isn't the end of it, but um, I do have, uh, I do have some stuff here from you that I want to talk some, some baseball yeah, outside of that. Patterson Tire and Service text line. Give them a call, 618-797-6711, located at 3718 Highway 111 in Granite City, Illinois. Remember, Patterson Tire and Service is a whole lot more than a tire store. Of course, you can get a hold of them for a quick quote on brakes, tires, uh, general stuff like that. But they also do automotive repair, anything you need. So if that check engine light's on or... 
you're hearing something, get down there early rather than later and save yourself some money. Honest uh, family-owned business that's been in their community for a long, long time, and they've taken care of their own. So now we're asking you to give them an opportunity for your business. One more time, that's Patterson Tire and Service, 618-797-6711. I thought this was interesting, and I want to know your thoughts on this as a catcher. Um, uh, We've talked a lot about the possibility of these robot umpires with the the strike zone, and I thought this was interesting. So they're going to use the minor leagues – as a, as a, as a, as a ground for this, what we've seen so far with the strike zone is, is that it calls a little bit of a different zone because you just have to nick it. And like some of these pitches that are like swooping curveballs that, that come down, it's, it's catching the very front and it's almost hitting the dirt and it's a strike. So I thought this was interesting. Do y'all think the miners using the new system and the majors being on a regular human umpiring will have an effect on players coming up and down with the inconsistencies? So I think what they're saying is, and I agree with them, so some guy's down in the minors, and he's having to expand his zone to cover that low pitch, and then he comes up here in the majors, and he's really expanding his zone, and he's going to get exposed up here for sure. Um, do you, I mean, do you, like if you were a player in that situation, would you feel like that? I'm not going to say unfair because let's face it, everybody that gets to the big leagues is excited to be here. But would you feel like that was a disadvantage for you? Jimbo. I don't like that. Just for the same exact reason you just mentioned, a lot of pitches are going to cross the, the, the box. A lot of pitches are going to end up in the catcher's ankle, and they're going to have to be a strike. It's not going to work, man. I'm, I'm saying it from the bottom of my heart. It's not going to work. Let, let's just leave the game alone. Let's leave it alone. Let's have the umpires call the best they can. And that's it. I mean, we've been having success with baseball for how many years? And there's no machine calling strikes. There's umpires making mistakes. There are calls. And, and there's umpires doing good. And there's umpires that are not good or, or whatever you want to call it. But that's been the nature of the game. Let's just leave it alone, man. I'm tired of seeing all these changes and now a robot umpire, like a robot strike zone. Come on, man. He's going to bring so much trouble. I mean, those balls, like you said, sinker baller, and you go in the almost in the dirt, and all of a sudden it's a strike, and you're like, holy crap. I mean, I can't even hit that ball, you know? And then the one in the top is going to raise the top and watch the top. The top is your chest. You swing at that, you ain't going to hit it. I mean, it's going to be so messed up, and it's going to be so many walks, too. Because remember, sometimes the umpire's zone helps the pitcher, right? Sometimes the, the outside corner of the plate is it's a little bigger than the plate. And that helps. That's okay. For us, as a catcher, we need that to, to have. Like, as Bellander, he won the Cy Young. And if he wouldn't be for those four or five inches strikes, you know, he might not win the whole thing. So now those pitches are going to be always ball. It's not going to be the umpire's fault to call a strike or a ball. It's going to be always a ball. And we're going to have way more walk. And we're going to have a lot more strikeouts because guys are going to be swinging off, off the plate because they don't know what the heck is going on. I mean, just let, just let baseball – just leave it alone, man. I, I'm tired of seeing all these, man. Yeah, it's you know, it's like everything. Like for me, you know, with with today's technology, with us being a a you know now a society where everything's so quick to judge, get on social media. What happens is it's like everything else. When we see a poor strike call that goes against us, we freak out. We don't stop for a second and say. Cause we think, how could they miss that? You know, and I, and listen, I'm, I'm guilty of it. Cause I'm human. I'm like, man, that is awful. I don't understand how he can miss that. But the bottom line is, if, 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 years well, doing that. and if you look at it and I've said this about the umpires in the field with replay, yes, we freak out when something is really bad, but the reality of it is the large percentage of the time they're right. And now people want to live in this world where they need it needs to be right 100% of the time. And, you know, I, there's a part of me that understands people that, that want to feel that way and want to say it shouldn't be that hard. So, so here's what I would say to people. 
if you could promise me, <coughs> if you could promise me that it is going to call a strike, a strike and a ball, a ball, and we're not going to sit here and go, well, that's not a strike. And it, you know, if you could promise me that, then I probably wouldn't care. But the bottom line is it's already shown. Now, listen, I know that they're working to even make it better and that's fine. But up to this point, it's not ready. I've seen it called ball strikes that aren't even close. So, so it's not ready. So if the machine's going to make a mistake, then just leave it alone. Let me, let me, let me put it this way. It's not going to be baseball, Jimbo. You hear me? It's not going to be baseball. It's not going to be the game we love. Just very simple, Jimbo. It's not going to be the game we love. It's going to be something else. It's already, it already is. It already is with no breaking up a double play. It already is not having the hard, hard place at the plate, which is okay for no injuries. But uh, and, and all these no throw four pitches on the walk. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Let's not throw four pitches. What? That only takes 10 seconds. 10 seconds on throwing four pitches, maybe 20. And you're trying to get away from that? I mean, that's not baseball, man. I'm trying to. I'm trying to let people know, let baseball alone. Just leave it alone. The baseball, the game of baseball is beautiful. The game of baseball is played hard. The game of baseball is beautiful, man. Leave it alone. If you have, if you want to tweak some things and stuff, yeah, I get it. It's okay. But to bring a, a, a robot umpire, come on, man. We've been having umpires for hundreds of years. And now you're going to change to a, a, a system. You watch. It's going to cause a lot of trouble, man. It, it's not going to be right. Well, it just doesn't, you know, it, it does change. Like, listen, in the end, it changes. Now, maybe change is inevitable. And I think people would say that. It like, changed, It changed baseball. How do you see baseball now, Jimbo? You tell, the, you tell the fans. How do you see baseball now? Right now, right this minute, we're talking on the show. How do you see baseball? I love baseball. I see it. It's exciting. Yeah, and... but how did but don't you see that it's changed? Oh, it changes all the time, and sometimes I think it's changed too much. Yeah. I mean, so leave it alone and, and, and let's play. You know, let those guys play. And if you, like you said early, if the guy hit a home run and throws the bat into the dugout or pimps it out like, like Bregman, you know, give it to the coach. Why didn't, do it? Why didn't they do anything? I'm sure in my league, when I played, that wasn't allowed. I don't care if it was the worst series. You're going to wear it next time. But that was my league, right? Now if you hit a guy, you get seven games to spank him. So just for me, in general, leave it alone. Leave the game alone. Let's not bring that freaking crappy robot kind of strike zone. It's going to ruin baseball. Yeah, I'm I, like, I, listen, I'm human. I find myself watching a game and watching an umpire struggle maybe a little bit, but I, I, I've had to admit, just like everybody else is ultimately going to have to, be, that, you know, I've said it a hundred times. I, when you watch these plays, how many times does the, does the you know, does an umpire make a call and the, 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 the manager puts his hand up and says, give me a minute, we want to look at it, and then they don't review it because the umpire that, was right. I mean, they're that right wastes, that a wastes, lot. That wastes more time, Jimbo. That wastes more time than throwing four pitches to a walk. The replay. How many times How many times that you've seen that it takes more than three, more than four, more than probably five minutes, and they haven't made a decision from New York? You see what I'm saying? Right. So why four why four pitches make a difference? That's baseball. Is the pitcher can throw the pitch right? You know, that's his fault. That's his fault. So let him throw for things like that. You know, that's what I don't. I'm not a big fan of uh, of MLB. Not MLB the you know the league, but like I'm a, I'm not a big fan right now because that's not that's not real. You know. Yeah, no, I I hear you. Um, I ugh. and the cheating part, you know what? We had we had a conversation with some teams, you know, before in BP that we thought they were stealing signs. Right. We didn't go to the papers. 
we went straight to the guys when they were hitting BP and we said, Hey man, listen, we know you're doing something. We know you guys are doing something at second base. Let's just keep it not, not so obvious, man. If you want to do something, giveaway signs, let's not do it so obvious that we know because somebody's going to go down and they'll be like, no, man, we don't do that. You know, we don't, we don't, we don't steal signs here in this club. You know, nobody does that. It's very uncomfortable. And you're like, yeah, right. We see it. So, but at least we went, we went, we went up to them and say, just, just, let's just make it damn real. You know, don't, don't make it so obvious that it's like you're, you're stepping on our throat, you know, like you're, you just don't make it that way. So we went up to the guy and we told him, we said, don't do that. But, you know, but that's been happening for a while now. These days you don't, you won't have it. And, you know, hopefully this, this whole thing of baseball, it's just stop changing, man. Well, yeah, I, I, I like the thing, like you said, like handling it, handling it internally, and I think a lot of that stuff's went on over the years and we don't see it. You know what I mean? But that's kind of where I was. That's why I was curious to get your thoughts today. Like my guess would have been, and you know, and who knows it may have happened. Like, have you seen, have you seen Adam Wainwright step off and look at the runner? Have yeah. you seen it? I've mm -hmm. seen it a few times. And just by doing that, he stopped the whole thing. It's like telling him, man, you know, like he doesn't have to yell at him. He step off, look at him, rubs the ball, and he looks at him like, "Come on, man, that's too obvious. Let's go." And then he, the guy, puts the head down and keeps going. No fight, no nothing. But you see what I'm saying, right? So that's how he's taken care of these days. But now that fears or fires brought that up, then that's different, though, Jimbo. From from the dugout, it's totally different from the second base runner. So, yeah, and see that that and that's the, what I wanted from you today. So I think the bottom line here is is that as a player, you would say all the stuff that goes down on the field is gamemanship, and the players are going to handle it. But when you start incorporating technology and getting outside help, there's no doubt that's wrong, absolutely yeah. wrong. Uh, so, well, I had a feeling that's that was exactly where we were going to go. Is. Well, listen, we, we've been talking about this for too long. The bottom line is there's no way we can do this today without talking about the news that it sure looks like Yachty, your bro, uh, is interested in playing some more. And you and I talked a little bit off air today about it. And the bottom line is um, he obviously feels physically that he can do this. And he stated before that if he couldn't do it, he wouldn't do it. He doesn't want to do it for anybody but the Cardinals. So he obviously physically feels... Like, I'm assuming right now, like, this is going to be a normal offseason for him physically, and he's going to be able to come back next year and play a ton. Yeah, and, and it is really happy for the city of St. Louis. It's really happy for uh, the Cardinals, you know, our nation. It's, it's really excited to hear that, that he's very interested. Now it's, it's in the Cardinals' hand because, yeah, his contract is up next year, right? So now it's up to the Cardinals' uh, office to get to an agreement and see how long he wants to play or or if they believe in him still or you know how the negotiations are. Sure. so hopefully they they get to that and and you know we had a me and yari had a conversation and said hey man once you take that uniform off there's no way you're gonna come back there's no way you're gonna make a comeback after a year or two and nobody gonna do that so make sure you're okay with your retirement make sure that you're giving it all uh, for me, I told him, I said, I think you could play one more after next year. And then he gave me the two and the three. <laughs> so, so I said, all right, that's great for me. You know, <laughs> that's awesome. So, uh, yeah. that is, that is very, very good news. I'm very excited to hear that. I'm very excited to hear from him, you know, uh, but now it's time for the Cardinals to write to, you know, negotiate what they want with him. Because they have, uh, they have, they could have other plans too, you know. So let's just pray that he stays and and finishes career here in in uh, Cardinal Nation, right? You know, um, you brought you said something when you were talking about this that I think a lot of people they wonder about you guys as players, and I don't think they think about this. You get a lot of people. There'll be a lot of people that'll say, "Look, Yachty's my favorite player. I love Yachty. I don't want Yachty." 
to play too long because I want to remember him like he is today. Like, because let's face it, a lot of great players they play one or two years too long, and the last couple of years they really struggle and they don't go out on top, so to speak. But I think the problem is you just said it. Now there's no now listen. I'm not saying that'll be Yachty. I'm just saying it's happened ever. It's happened to Willie Mays. It's happened to, to these great players. And and I think but they don't remember they, they don't remember the last two years of seventeen year careers. Right. And you know and, what I'm saying? And my thing on it is and my thing on it is, and this is where I'm at on it is, is the problem is, and you just said it when we were talking about it, and this is really the answer. Every no player wants to walk away and feel like I had more to give. I should have stayed and enjoyed it. I mean, just look at the – like. it happens not only players but coaches. I mean, ever, like so many coaches have said, I walked away too soon. I didn't do this. I had more to give, and I, I let emotion get the best of me. Players – like, listen, I, I players play. Players play. I did that. When I retired in 2010, I could have played one more year or maybe two. But I did mine for for my family. I did mine because I not for my family totally, because I was I was also beat up, you know. Uh, at that time, I was beat up. But but I did it. I did it for for my family to to be away and look at how how you know <laughs> how my family worked out, right? So yeah. Uh, but but it's crazy because it's true. You do it, and I told him, and I told him straight up. I said, "Hey, man, I know this is last year, next year, but dude, you you gotta think it. You gotta think twice, three times, five times. You gotta get your, your everybody involved, and you gotta say, hey, listen, um, uh, is this is it? Is it? Because ain't no going back. And I gave him my example, and I told him, I said, hey, look at me. I I retired, and then one year later, I almost went and signed with Boston." Uh, and I wanted to go back so bad. And I told him, I said, you got to think of twice. Cause once you retire, that's it. Make those guys take your uniform away. And I didn't think he was going to do that. Right. Um, and look, he's a, you know, he, he, he might be back for, for one, maybe two, maybe three more years, which is very exciting for, for St. Louis. Let's hope that like, he keeps the, uh, he keeps the, you know, the production the way he is. And like I told you, uh, off air, I, I'll take half of that, half half of his production, ten home runs, two seventy, two eighty, uh, sixty RBIs any day. You know what I'm saying? I'll well, take that any day. Let everybody else do their jobs. You know. Well, let me ask you this. This is a kind of a tough question because it's kind of a, it's kind of a, um, what's the word? It's kind of a, uh, you know, you're you're looking into the future, but I think. Let, let, so let's say, and let's be realistic about it. Let's say, and right now, I don't, like we discussed, there, there's there's no doubt Yachty's the best catcher on the roster. Like, you know, he just is. Let's say two years from now, you know, it's, you know, maybe his body's starting to wear down and stuff like this. I don't think people understand, well, I think they do, the valuable mentor he can be to the next catcher. I think some people feel like because of how Yachty is, it would be hard for him to mentor another catcher and, and, and split time, or maybe the other catcher plays more than him. And that's what he's there for is like a, I mean, I, I, th- I, I don't think that's a problem. I think Yachty is like anybody else. If he realizes, look, you know, my starting days are behind me. I'm going to be the, the, but I, I don't know. Is that, is that hard to fathom or is that reality? No, no that's reality. And, and he will be the first one to say, Hey, listen, you know, I I don't I don't deserve to start. You know, I I'm not having a good time right now. This is your best choice. I think he'll be the best guy to say it, right? Sure. But but he feels he feels that way, and and not only that, Jimbo, the 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 presence he brings to the club. Sure. And and remember, we talked about this. He should have won the Gold Glove for me. Yeah. Because of his numbers on the ERAs and. And numbers of runs allowed and, and all that stuff was way out of proportion. I mean, way out of out of place for for Real Mudo, right? So, uh, one air to nine and things like that, pass balls and things like that. Well, anyways, uh, that's another subject. But the way he that what he brings to the team, what he brings to to the Cardinal pitching, it's 
amazing. You cannot take that for granted. That's why I said I'll take half. I take his numbers this year. I mean, this year I take him next year. And having him behind the plate all healthy. You see what I'm saying? Oh, well, I'll for take sure. his numbers that, that he did last year. And I'll, and I'll, having him behind the plate helping these pitchers, it's priceless, man. You cannot take that for granted. And I know the, the Cardinals know that. So let's hope that we can see Yari for a few more years, right? Right, for sure. And see, the thing I've always said about that scenario, I guess, quote-unquote scenario, is this. You're not, you haven't been faced with that scenario yet, you know, where Yachty's not the best option. He's always been the best option. So I don't understand why people think if for some reason, whether it's, whether it's this year, next year, two years from now, three years, whatever it is, I don't understand why people think a guy would be like, look, I, I'm here. I want to be part of the, I, you know, listen, he's not dumb. He's not one of the smartest players in the game for no reason. I mean, he understands it, and he and and if you ask any catcher, you know, I had talked to Carson Kelly about this in the off season when I would see him out there, and we talked about it, and he said, "Look, you know, I know people think it, I'm wasting my time wanting to be at the big leagues, but the truth of the matter is, I'd much rather be in the big leagues as Yachty's backup. Of course, I want to play, but the bottom line is, I'm a young player, and I'm learning from him every day." Who better to teach me how to be a big league catcher than Yadi or Molina? He's like, and if people think he doesn't try to help me because I'm quote unquote trying to take his job or something, they're crazy. This guy helps everybody. So everybody. And then let me tell you this real quick, Jimbo. They well, as long as Yadi keeps performing uh behind the plate and and hitting and doing his thing as a leader, I will move him. I would not move him anywhere. That's just me, right? I mean, obviously, it's my opinion. But as long as he produces and as long as he does well behind the plate, like he always has, there's no reason to move him. You see what I'm saying? Now, if he starts struggling or his body is breaking down, like you said, or or the pitcher doesn't get along or whatever, you know, whatever, they cannot get together or something like that, which is not going to happen, but... I mean, I understand that. Yeah, you, you start thinking about what you're going to do next. But for now, no. No, I agree. Well, listen, man, good stuff for today. I enjoy the text hey, line. Maybe we, cannot, we cannot go without saying congratulations to a jefe, man. What's that? To the jefe, Mike Chills, man. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we. I ha- forgot we haven't done the show. Yeah, your boy, manager of the year. Yeah. yeah. What the heck, man? You know how much crap he, did, he took all year? Yeah, it was interesting. He took a lot of crap, and and from uh from every angle, Jimbo, I am so excited. I am so happy for him. We keep saying he doesn't he doesn't play. He can only make decisions. He can only bring a guy. He can only pitch it a guy. He can only play the lineup, which with what he has. Remember, you keep yep. saying that. Yeah, it's what he has. And he made it to 90-plus win this year. And he won the Central. So I am really excited. I'm really happy. I'm obviously sorry for his his mom, you know, and passing away. Uh, we're very sorry for that. But we're very excited for Mike Chills, El Jefe, the boss. The boss. And I know you like him. He's a good dude. Um, very nice guy. All good. Um, you what a job, huh? And you know what? I, you know, he's just getting started, you know? I mean, he's a young guy. Yeah. He's passionate about it. I mean, he's, he's bought into the whole thing. You know, in the end, I, I will say this. Um, I will say this. I've, I was impressed with him this year. I like the direction. I, I like the utilization of some of the players that made the team a little more athletic. That was my thing. You know what I mean? Like having Tommy Edmond. Uh, come up even when Harrison Bader was struggling when he was going well um, when he was in the lineup and Harrison Bader him Colton Wong those three guys they, they, alone, waited, they waited too long though on on Bader no they did they did I they was just saying it was nice long. it was nice to see though the athleticism so the reality of it is yes they waited too long on Bader offensively for sure you know but, but they made a decision sure and and so let me ask you this before we go because I know this has kind of been a, a thing and the carpenter deal too. 
we well, had to deal with Carpenter all year. Let me ask you this. The, 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 there was a lot of poll stuff on the other two shows this week, fan-wise. Do you think they're committed to Bader in center field next year, or do you think that's an open competition? I think it's an open competition. I think uh, uh, Bader has, has had the opportunity to show. You cannot sit here and say, oh, well, Bader didn't have a chance. No, we can sit here today and say Bader had a chance. Uh, now it's an opportunity of fight uh, with Lane Thomas um, in center. I think if Lane Thomas takes to him in the spring training, I'll go with the hot hand, right? We've been saying that. We just hope that uh, Fowler gets back to his ways. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with Jose Martinez. I wish he could play every day. In my lineup, he would. Um, but there's some other some other questions that need to be answered. Tommy Edman and Carpenter at third base. I don't think Tommy Edman had anything to show, anything else. But Carpenter's the money guy, right? Yeah. So they might give him a shot. Uh, spring training is going to play a big part on Tommy Edman too. Um, he he has no way to struggle. If he struggle a little bit, it doesn't matter how much Matt Carpenter struggle, he's going to have it, right? Um, and it's going to be sad if, if Carpenter keeps struggling the way he is. So um, it's going to be some good decisions in spring training. There's going to be a fight in center field, I think. It's going to be a fight at third base. It shouldn't be a fight, but it's going to be, right? That's, yeah. what, that's what it's going to be. Um, and there's going to be a fight for the bench, man. So they need to go get some players on the bench or leave those guys alone that they have but playing more because those guys that we have in the bench, they're really good. So I think they need to play more. You see what they said about De Young? He couldn't handle the load. So guess what? More day off for De, for De Young so he can handle the load until September. So those those are going to be or and Osuna. Let's just wait and hope that Ozuna signed back. And, and if not signed back, I mean, that's another hole there. And we're in trouble. So yeah, we'll that see what one, happens. Yeah, know. that one for sure is interesting to say the least. I can tell you that. Um, yeah, I'm not we're excited in trouble about that. let him go. Yeah. I, well, I just, like I said, I can't figure out who the hell's going to. I mean, who's going to bat fourth? I just can't figure this out. But. Well, unless they go out and sign somebody, of course. But but if they don't sign anybody after he leaves, we're in trouble. I was going to say, it sure doesn't feel like it, does it? Um, <laughs> but uh, I guess we'll see. We shall see. We shall see. We shall see. Well, listen, man, um, I want to uh, thank the, the Patterson family with Patterson Tire and Service a whole lot more than a tire Good store. Good show, man. Good yeah, show. Yeah, enjoyed it. I love the conversation. Uh, give them a call, 618-797-6711, located at 3718 Highway 111 in Granite City, Illinois. A whole lot more than a tire store, folks. Of course, you can call them real quick for a quote on brakes and, and, and tires, but they do general automotive repair as well, and they can help you with anything you need. Been located in their community for a long time. Um, got a great reputation there. Exactly what you'd expect from a family-owned business. Make sure you give them an opportunity. Yeah, great show, man. I you know, I, it, it always helps when we have access to a guy that played in the league to get his thoughts on something rather than things that we sit on the outside and just think, man, I don't understand. And so it always helps when you do that. So we appreciate it. But um, make sure uh, you guys uh, support all the people that support us as we come to you from the patio studios, the original party place for St. Louis Cardinal fans everywhere. We ask that you check out innovativecompanies.com. And our good friend, Randy Green, Residential, Commercial, Industrial, InnovativeCompanies.com is the name you know and trust. Check out some of the best barbecue in St. Louis at Adam Smokehouse, located on Watson Road. St. Louis, here's your cue. To our friends at Gators Baseball Academy, located in Missouri and Illinois, if you want the best off-season training, check out GatorsBaseballAcademy.com and make that phone call today. DrKristenJacobs.com and her wonderful Ulala Spa Anti-Aging Wellness Center. Find out if there's something they can do to help you today, and make sure you take care of your skin, as she always reminds us. For all of us here at Two Birds on a Bat, let's go birds. Let's go birds.
This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.